Welcome to That's My Story, period, a compilation of stories about that time of the month from some hilarious female comedians, hosted by me, Steph Garcia. Hi, my name is Sarah Amini, and I got my period at age 12. So this is essentially my period coming out story to my parents. And uh, I will preface by saying that my mother is very, very Catholic. So I woke up one morning. uh, It was a school day getting ready for school and uh, went to the bathroom, peed, and realized that I had gotten my period. And I knew essentially what it was. I had friends who had already gotten it. But there was never really a talk too much between my mother and I. So I remember going to her and saying, Mom, I got my period. And tears just start sort of streaming down her face. And she starts, like, talking in Spanish, like, Ay, Sarita, like, little Sarah, like, ay, Dios mío, oh, my God. And uh, she puts her arms out like she's – and starts walking towards me like she's going to embrace me. Then she proceeds to walk past me. And start praying to the Virgin Mary statue on the wall. So I'm literally standing there knowing that time is passing. I have to get to school. And my mom is just praying. And it was almost like a why she's so young like kind of thing, like I died or something. But she was just like, she's so young. She's so young saying this in Spanish. And she's like, okay, if this is what you want, like, okay, fine. And um, wipes her tears, gets a pad, and the biggest one, of course, the one that sort of starts at the front of your underwear and goes to the very back of your underwear, hands it to me. But before handing it to me, does the sign of the cross with the pad. On onto me, and I'm like, okay, no, no conversation at all. Like, how to use this? Okay, great. I'm glad we got that out of the way. And so, you know, I go to put it on, and then I uh, sit at breakfast with my dad. And then I will preface this by saying that my father is Middle Eastern, so it's not something that you talk about with your dad in general. I suppose uh, there are reservations, I suppose, um, but you definitely don't talk about this stuff with your Middle Eastern father, which was my mistake. So after I had that whole really weird reaction from my mother, I turned to my dad, and I don't know why I told him, but I guess I was just feeling like it, and I said, Dad, I, I got my period today, just now. And he just stops eating breakfast and just kind of stares at me, just deadpan, like I, I didn't get any sort of reaction, so I was – I repeated it. I said, I got my period today. Just just right now. And and then because he wasn't saying anything, I immediately felt guilty. And I was like, everyone gets it. Like I just blurted like it's like it wasn't just me. It wasn't my fault. And I said, well, all women get it. Everybody gets it. And he goes, I know everyone gets it. Do you think I live inside of a stone? And it took so much of me being a relatively smart and and quite snarky 12-year-old to go, okay, dad, the phrase is, do you think I live under a rock? Not, do you think I live inside of a stone? Um, But I didn't say anything. I said, no, I don't think you live inside of a stone. And he said, we do not talk about this. And I said, okay. And that was it. So it was a very like emotional reaction from my mother. 
beyond, like way too much. And then I got nothing from my dad. And then, you know, I kind of just had to figure it out on my own. I didn't get anything ever in between. So (laughs) that's my story, period. so much, Sarah. That was a great story. Thank you. Um, yes, I uh, also experienced those very large pads. Yes. I don't know why. Those were always the ones. And it was like, they're like so tough to maneuver when you're sitting down too. They're the worst. They really do feel like diapers. They feel like they're... They really do. It's very bizarre. Did you, um, <laughs> did you ever just like start buying your own pads being like, there's got to be an alternative? Um, I... Because I played sports, I very quickly hopped on the tampon train. Like I was like, I can't be diving for volleyballs and just like have the pad kind of go like every which way. Like I learned very quickly on middle school was the trying time for me because I got it at 12. So I was still in middle school. Um, So I didn't do tampons then, but it was a lot of like – leakage because you just don't you can't gauge it when you're 12 so i would i would wait hours like periods of no (laughs) pun intended periods of school and then it'd be like seventh period and i'd be like oh my god i'm bleeding like i'm bleeding through my skirt you know oh yeah and then i'd have to tie you do the whole tie your sweater around your waist and so when i got to high school and i was doing sports i was like oh no no it's time it's tampon time (laughs) (laughs) those pads pads are kind of the worst (laughs) yeah i feel like uh maybe it is a latina thing but i don't know but we were always like tampons you don't use tampons like yeah oh my mother had a huge reservation about it it was like you're not a virgin anymore and i was like mom come on it's not the same (laughs) it's like not even close no no Uh, I, I it, it's very interesting that you have the two cultures like the way that it was um can I ask the females in your father's family were they also kind of reserved on on the whole issue um not issue it's not an issue wait, it's, wait, wait, it's not an issue it's not an issue it's, it's, it's why I would, you know I felt so guilty when I told my dad but it, it was like a thing where I was like everybody gets it yeah. why are you staring at me like that um I would assume so my dad's the only one that lives in the U.S. of his entire family. Got it. Uh, but I did visit Iran when I was younger, and uh, it is a very those you just don't talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And I, I, because my mother is the Latin one, I I'm not sure having a Persian mother how that would sort of influence that. But any sort of thing like that, I just don't think. I think maybe girls might have to figure it out on their own over mm-hmm. there. Like it's not something that's that's talked about or – especially not with – not a father-daughter relationship. Oh, yeah. No. Definitely no. I was no. like the Americanized version of that where I was like, I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> should not have done that. <laughs> he needs to know. Yeah. I was like, he should know this. <laughs> he needs to know this while he's eating breakfast. Um, <laughs> so currently what is your preferred uh, fem- feminine product of choice? Oh, I – you know, I'm like a – if it works for me, I keep doing it and I like um, the Playtex sports. It's the thing that I used when I was in high school and playing sports. I don't know. They just glide really well <laughs> and they're not too big. I like – I don't like the huge jumbo tampons. Like uh, those are like a little much for me. So <laughs> is this too much information? No. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, I don't know. I like the, the – the gliding ones that are not not the cord- cardboardy ones. Yeah. Those are like tried and true for me. And if you at, at 12 or 13, if you had any advice for yourself um at that point in time about the whole the whole period thing, what would you say to yourself? Or oh, to oh, the yeah. girls the yeah, girls yeah, out yeah. there going through it too. Yeah, you know, um I don't think it was my parents' intention to not sort of give me information. I think it maybe a cultural thing or or whatever. Um, but I, 
it might have uh, behooved me to maybe seek out information from either like a school nurse or a counselor because I think I think I did have some questions and you don't want to turn to peers at that age. It is still like a not so much embarrassing topic, but you know, there's girls that hadn't hit puberty yet, you know, and and uh, so I think that it would have. Uh, benefited me to to ask the sort of questions that I needed to know. The internet wasn't a thing then. I couldn't just go on to Google and sort of get the information I needed. Yeah. So I would say, you know, if you do have any questions and you sort of feel like you were too embarrassed or you, you just don't want to talk to your parents about it, then, you know, seek, seek uh, the question somewhere else. There's always like a counselor or a teacher that you can confide in or a school nurse that can give you those sort of um, answers because you 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 know you are are becoming a woman. There's a lot of questions revolving around that, and you should know the answers to that. You know you should be well informed about your body. Cool. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Hi, I'm Santina Muha, and I got my period at age 13. So I couldn't think of like one story. So I guess what you should know about me, what you don't know by hearing me, is that I'm in a wheelchair. And I've been in a wheelchair since I was six years old about. So uh, I got my period in my, you know, as a girl in a wheelchair. And so there are some differences and some, like, things that you may be surprised to know or questions that people have. Guys, when you're in a wheelchair, here's a fun fact. Everybody has questions for you all the time about everything, even really personal stuff like sex and can you have a baby and what's your period like. So just so I can save you the humiliation of asking someone to their face, I'll answer some of these most frequently asked questions for you. Um, so here's some of these are true questions I've gotten over over the years. Um, people wanted to know, is your period the same as someone who isn't paralyzed? I mean, I yes, I'm pretty sure my period isn't paralyzed. You know what I mean? My ovaries are not paralyzed. Um, my uterus is not paralyzed. So yeah, all that stuff down there is working the same way, which um, as a kid, I as I loved, you know, because when you're in that, those teenage years, you know, those like 13, 14, 15, and your girlfriends are starting to complain about their periods. It's like something you can complain about with them. You know what I mean? Because so I, I, uh, I don't know, I never like, what are things that kids start to complain about? You know, like, I, you know, like how women complain about, oh, their shoes, their feet hurt, you know, like, I don't get to complain about that. You know, I don't get to complain about, oh God, my dogs are barking or whatever the saying is. So it's like kind of nice in a way that having my period makes me feel like, oh, like it's, it's very, like, it does make me feel like woman as much as it sucks. It does make me feel like here's something that even though I'm different is the same, you know, even though it has to be a thing that maybe I would have been fun not to get, but it's okay. Um, somebody asked me, were you ever worried that you wouldn't get your period? And the answer is no. You know, as a kid, I didn't really understand everything that came with, you know, having a spinal cord injury. Like, I just didn't get it. I think if I, if I, you know, getting your period wasn't a thing that happened until we were like adult women, then I would have been worried about it, worried about it, worried about it, because that's what, that's what adult women do. We worry. Um, but as a kid, I wasn't, I didn't think about it. I was just like, oh, you know, I was going to say, 
my friend Jamie Jump got her period before me, and I don't want to throw her under the bus, but she, I what's throwing her under the bus about that? She's that's not embarrassing to tell about someone that they got their period, right? Anyway, but um, I was good friends with this girl Jamie Jump when I was little, and she did get her period before me, and I was jealous, right? But I wasn't like, Mom, is it because I'm in a wheelchair that I didn't get my period yet? It like just didn't cross my mind at the time. Okay. Do you feel cramps and bloating? So yeah, so I am paralyzed, which means that, um, and I'm a, a complete T11 complete. T11 is just like the area of my spine. That's a technical term, I guess. Um, that was severed. It was a car accident. And so I have different, different feeling from my waist down than, you know, the average Joanne. So, um, I, but, uh, Here's here's the joy of of menstruation. I still get cramps, guys. I still get cramps. Um and I still get bloating and what's really awesome is that uh and that was sarcastic. Uh this part's not going to be awesome is that there's this thing called uh autonomic dysreflexia. You guys are learning so much right now. There's this thing called autonomic dysreflexia which is when you're paralyzed if you have a pain from the level of your injury or below, you won't feel it exactly like in that area, but your body still wants you to know, hey, something's wrong. So it will send pain somewhere else. So you'll get a migraine or you'll get chills or you'll get a fever or whatever. So, okay. I get cramps all the way up to the part where the feeling starts to fade-ish. And then my body sends it, the rest of it up to my, my head. So I get really bad migraines and, you know, and all the other stuff that, that comes with that. Uh, so that's, cool. Uh, that was sarcasm again. Oh, and I, you know, what really helps me for that. Someone asked me, what do you, what do you take? Like do pills work for you or whatever? Uh, my body, like, does this happen to you when you take a pill for a while? Cause that well, pamperin was working for me like a charm for a while, but then my body was like, Oh, we, we figured this out. Like nice try pamperin. We're here to torture Santina. So my body went around it and started to feel the pain again. So I started using, um, you know that there's a plant that grows in nature. I'll use your imagination. And uh, guys, that works for everything. It works for the stomach pain. It works for the headache. It works for the bitchiness, which is a, a huge symptom of PMS. I don't care what anybody says. Um, oh, I wanted to tell you guys about another great trick. Uh, red wine and Coke. Just try it. The red wine like soothes you and then the Coke and the bubbles. Guys, try it. Okay. Uh, do you use tampons? Do you feel them? Is another question I got. Yeah, sometimes I use tampons and I do feel them, but again, not in the exact same way. Um, and a lot of people ask me, how do you have sex? Do you feel sex? And if you were wondering that, you can you can equate a lot of these answers, you know, to that as well. Like, I'm not going to get too into it, but, you know, I know that like people are like thinking right now, ooh, these are like a lot of vagina things she's talking about. Is it the same with a penis? Kind of. Yes, it is. Okay, so I wanted to just tell you guys like the best part about being in a wheelchair and getting your period and the worst part. Okay, this is the worst part. Picture this. You're on the toilet. You didn't know you were going to have your period. You sit down and then, you know, a person who's not in a wheelchair would say, oh, shit, I better get up and get a pad. But guys, I can't stand up. I can't stand up. So now I'm stuck on the toilet with my period and I have to get like creative, like 
uh, I got to like sometimes I got to pull toilet paper and make some sort of a device to get to the drawer where my underwear. That's the worst part. The best part, two two best parts. Number one, wheelchairs have so many hiding spots. So you, I'm a portable CVS. If you ever have your period and you're in a crunch and you spot me, ask me for a pad or a tampon. I can pretty much guarantee you I have it tucked into a little bag or somewhere on me. And that's been forever. Um, I also usually have things like hair ties and lip glosses and things like that, just in case. Uh, the other thing that's the best part is to be just just TBH, to be honest. I'm sitting down, right? So you know that thing where when you get it, you didn't know you were going to get it, and, like, there's, like, a period stain? You know that part? Like, you know? doesn't really matter. doesn't really matter if that happens to me because you can't really see my ass, which typically is a bad thing because I don't really attract ass guys. But in this instance, it's a good thing. And, guys, I have big boobs, so don't worry about it. I attract boob guys. Um, okay, that's it. That's my story. Period. Thank you so much. Uh, I have So when people ask you these questions, are they just, like, random strangers or these yeah. people you know? Yeah. A lot of times very random strangers ask me very personal questions. It's, yeah. uh, it's bizarre. I mean, these are mostly girls asking me these questions. Uh-huh. Guys are not. Although I did have um, an ex-boyfriend who was, like, very concerned about whether or not I could have children. And I have a lot of friends in wheelchairs who've had children recently, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And they've, they've become pregnant, carried, and delivered. And it's amazing to me. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe that this one boyfriend that I had was – he was really hung up on it. And you know what? Like, he, I, got, I went to my gynecologist and I was like, hey, how can you, like, just test what's going on down there if, if I can, you know, have kids? And she said, you're good. You would be good. And I don't know if carrying one for in my situation would be the safest thing, but that's whatever. That's down the line. Right. I would love for this guy, my ex-boyfriend, to have checked. He doesn't even know if he can have kids. Right. And he puts so much pr- – <laughs> right? really, yeah, he puts so much pressure on me about it. And I thought that was like really – can I curse? I thought that was yeah. really shitty. Men, men uh, have, not all men, whatever, but yeah. uh, men can do that thing where because they're uncomfortable with a the situation, yeah. they don't like think about everything that they're – that they could have or they could be putting out there in the world. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. It's um, ballsy. It's ballsy. It's ball. I they, mean. They have those. They have those. And they, <laughs> they sure do use them. Uh, what is your feminine product of choice? You had mentioned tampons, but. No, you know what? Mine is a pad. Uh-huh. Because because I'm sitting all the time. It's like I don't have to worry about, you know, can you see my pad or whatever. And it just feels like the most, like, freeing. I don't know. Tampons. I use them sometimes, but. Sometimes I get, like, worried about plugging up, you know, those mm-hmm. things that they say, like, you shouldn't stop. And then, like, oh, God, like, I'm already in a wheelchair. Like, do I really need toxic shock syndrome? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need anything extra, and I don't know. It's, you know, again, like I said, sometimes symptoms are weird for me, so I, I can't always pinpoint what's going on. So I, I try to kind of avoid tampons unless it's, like, a a situation where, God forbid, I, I, I cannot, like, leak, like, if I'm on a date or if I'm – Hmm. sleeping over someone's house, you know, if I'm sleeping over, whatever. But um, pads, yeah. And the Diva Cup, I haven't I haven't tried it yet. I mean, I know a lot of girls are really into that right now. But <laughs> I don't know. For me, a pad just works because, you know what, guys? When, I, when, when it's that week of your period, it's kind of easy to just, like, tap out and be like, I'm just not my human self this week. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to sit on a pad and wear sweatpants and, you know. Any particular brand of pad or, like, type of pad? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't like wings. I think it's too much work. I mean, it's like another extra step that I don't feel like dealing with. 
That's... Although they do offer more protection, so yeah, guys, <laughs> you got it's all it's all about learning what works for you and <laughs> yeah. just like sticking with it. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, is there anything that you wish someone had said to you, like when everything was starting, or wish you had had known or thought back, like? I guess, like, just don't be so humiliated about it. Literally half of the entire world has this thing. It's like, I feel like as women sometimes are just, like, you know, when we get our periods, it's it's like exciting among the girls, but it's also, like, humiliating. It's embarrassing. You don't want any guys to know about it or whatever. And it's like, you're not the only one. It's not like you peed your pants and honestly even if you did pee your pants probably more than half the population has done that too so forget it but um yeah I don't know just don't be so I'll say it I'll be like if I'm in a room or something I'll be like oh I'm I I have my period so I'm going home I just I don't think there's anything embarrassing about this thing that literally every you know most yeah every woman has unless there's something wrong whatever yeah different well cool yeah Thank you very much, Santina. Thank you. You learned so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> so much, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Rebecca Edwards. I got my period when I was 13 on May 13th. Yeah. Uh, a few months ago recently, I was out to dinner uh, with my sister and her husband. They were visiting me. And my sister wanted to go to this restaurant in West Hollywood called Craig's, which apparently is a very fancy, star-studded restaurant. And so I wore a cute little black dress. And, you know, to keep it L.A., I wore a green army jacket on top. You know, got to keep it edgy. Keep it cool. So we sat down in the bar area. I put my – I ended up sitting, like, on my green jacket. You know, I didn't put it on the back of my chair. So we sat. We had dinner. And I had my period. I knew I had my period. But for some reason, sometimes when I'm drinking, I don't flow as much, I'll say. It's something I've noticed over the years. So uh, I like kind of didn't think about it. And I went to the bathroom and I noticed um, as I was stepping off of my stool, because it was kind of like a high top table, I had bled onto my jacket, onto the green army jacket. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So I walk into the bathroom, uh, you know, normal chaos ensued, I guess, just <laughs> trying to wrap a lot of toilet paper into, uh, you know, my situation, not like in my uterus, but into the um, underwear, thank you, uh, that I was wearing. <laughs> And I had to like go back. I went back to the table and I'm like, great, I'm going to maybe emit an odor. Uh, They're going to know, right? They're totally, everyone's going to know that (laughs) this has happened. Uh, They didn't know. I didn't put my jacket on when we left. I kind of just like folded it strategically over my arm. And thank God I was wearing a black dress because you can't really tell. Then we got into a very nice Uber on our (laughs) way back to their hotel. And I kept, I was crossing my legs so tightly so that nothing could leak out of my body. And I was pouring sweat, obviously, as well, because this is very stressful. And I can't remember if I had a tampon in my purse or not. I must have. Uh, But I didn't, I guess I changed it at the restaurant. I can't remember exactly. I was just so traumatized that I was 32 and this was happening to me in, like, 
I like I should know better kind of I felt like like shame like that I'm like come on Rebecca get it together you know better than this so we went back to their hotel uh and it was fine I ended up drinking a lot that night (laughs) and uh and my flow did slow down that night later that night so there you go all right that's my story period Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. You're welcome. I feel like that's the universal story of either I didn't think it was going to be he- that heavy, I didn't expect it today. Yeah. And then I feel like when I was younger, even sometimes I act like I don't know where it's coming out of my body and I'm always surprised. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, it's interesting because uh, every once in a while, everyone has these accidents, yeah. right? And so every once in a while, it's like in, in in the morning or whatever, and you still feel like you're the adolescent, and you're like, God, what? Cause, and my husband like doesn't get it, but waking up every morning is sheer terror. <laughs> it's terror because you're like, I'm just, I, oh. and if someone's in bed with you, you're, it's like, and you have to be cool about it, right? If you're not married to them or like in a serious relationship, Even- yeah. And you're like, you wake up and you're like, mm, you know, I'm just. Just cool, you know? I'm just like easy breezy, just smoothing out my sheets, checking out everything. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. And it, it's like, it's it's upsetting because you would think after after so many years of having it and dealing with it and you still get thrown back into yeah. that mindset. It's it's really just, it's always a surprise. Mm-hmm. I, even if I, you know, you're on birth control or whatever, for me personally, it's like literally, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is happening again. Uh, yeah, it's always like that that hang your head moment. Yeah. <sighs> it it is. <laughs> you like and you're like, "Oh, great." <laughs> uh, your preferred feminine product? Uh, tampons. I like uh Tampex. Not Pearl, but they have some other one that I really like. I'm a Pearl fan. Yeah, you know, I've had to they go back and forth. I do yeah. like Pearl, but there's another one that they do that I like a little better. It's in a pink box. Okay. Uh, I wish I could remember the name. I feel like they have an active one now that's like supposed to be. I think I, I'm so sick of like active tampons and pads because really, <laughs> shut up. Like it's not. How is it any different? It's probably not. Yeah. It's just a packaging exactly. thing. Exactly. I'm not falling for it. Okay. Girls, don't fall for it. It's just an upsell. Just because you're playing basketball one day doesn't mean you need a different uh tampon in you i agree yeah. um and do you wish you had or do you have any advice or tips or wish you uh, knew anything when you were first going through this? uh that it is all normal that my doll works like believe that uh that it just it's as hard as you think it's going to be sometimes you know what i mean like cramps are awful and you think you're the only one who's in that much pain. You're not. We've all been there. And that it's – that's just life, though, you know. And look, you're, you'll be 32 at a fancy dinner bleeding through your dress. And we'll all get through it. <laughs> we all live. Uh, well, thank you, Rebecca. Oh, for that. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud for more period stories. And if you're interested in hearing more stories written by and about women, check out thehotgoss.com, a blog and newsletter co-founded by me, your host, Steph Garcia.
For more information on global operations to destigmatize taboos surrounding periods and aid young women during their menstrual cycles, visit menstrualhygieneday.org or huruinternational.org.